Be water, be water. She really is a darling fish. Be water. You wanna take a shot? Take your shot. Be water. But make it your fucking best, cause I get up, I eat you. I eat you. I eat you. Damn, there's a lot of water! Water is slimming. It's like wearing black. It makes you look slimmer. You know, actually, it's not. Doesn't that sound like I'm being birthed? Yeah. Or I'm I'm birthing, really. I could be birthing. I could be being birthed. We don't know. We don't know. But this is, of course, as always, free water. I'm Patty Broken Skull. And just so you guys are aware, I spell Patty Broken Skull like Patty's Pub. Okay? Like Patty. Patty Pimblet. Right? Very Irish. I'm going, I'm leaning into the Irish Patty. Because if I'm being honest, guys, I'm, I'm seeing this a lot, and it's fucking bothersome, okay? I'm seeing a lot of these weirdos that have the same fucking first name as myself doing sort of worse content than me, I'd say. And these guys are guys that are constantly made fun of on Red Bar, okay? They're constantly made fun of on the internet itself, right? But they have my fucking first name. And I'll tell you this, and I've said this to many people who have asked me, you know, I hate my first name. All right, Patrick is a fucking lame name, dude. I can't stand it. If I'm being 100% transparent, hate it. And I've hated it for a long time. And I constantly would ask my mom, hey, where the fuck did this come from? You know, where did this come from? She's like, well, you know, St. Patrick's Day just passed. And you're like, that's as broad as it went, mom. That's as broad? You said the recent holiday could be a good name for the kid. But they didn't think, oh, he's also going to be a fucking ginger. Right? Like, how much more Irish could I be aside from being from Ireland? Right? That's where we're at. But anyways, I do come into this episode quite confident. And it's not because I have really anything to talk about, because I never do. I just come in confident because, hey man, confidence is good. And I'm getting a lot of great feedback, right? Like the YouTube channel that I started that I have yet to still promote in any way. And it's not Bad Brain Studios, but this thing that I had started, people are just, uh, you know, giving me good stuff, saying some nice things, okay? Now, whether or not they're being honest is fine. I'm going to keep doing it anyways, because I'm having a blast doing it, dude. There is nothing that I actually get more joy out of than disappearing into a notebook, into a notepad on my phone, and, and, and writing these scripts, putting together these fucking dumbass Siloquies, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Just these weird things about these fucking weirdos. Because you know what? I was, and I had felt this way, to be one of these weirdos. They made me feel that way. They made me feel like, hey man, you're a fucking dipshit. Whatever you're doing, it stinks. I mean, even one guy had recently commented just the other day and was like, I used to laugh at your content. Now I laugh with your content. I'm like, buddy, I'm not with you at all. So you laughing by yourself? Fucking weird. <laughs> you know? 
you sitting there laughing with headphones on is weird to anyone, whether it's with me or without me. Either way, it's my content that somehow's giving you the gigs, and I'm alright with that. Okay? But it is also, you laughed at my content because of apparently the, the great jokes coming from the master, you know, the king of all, Roy. Okay? And it still goes, it's still, it's still Roy. And Roy knows this. It's never going to change because I'm not one of these people that's going to give you credit, right? I'm not going to do that. You guys can keep saying my name and pretending to be me and subscribing to these Patreons and giving Chad Zumok money and all that shit. Fine, dude. Fine. But that is more flattering to me than anything because I'm not seeing anybody going by Roy giving Chad Zumok $2, right? Or to give Mark Norman and fucking Sam Morrill money. Ugh. Ugh. Beautiful work. Beautiful. But also, why be me? Are you not good enough to be you? Or should I be? Should I want to be you instead of me? Because I find myself to be pretty goddamn awesome for the most part. But I'm a Leo, guys. I'm a Leo. Alright? It's a giant facade of confidence with a lot of self-hate. And that in itself makes me want to be humble but also not care. You know, <laughs> like that's, that's what it boils down to. But guys, we have more stuff to talk about today than just my nonsensical rants that I like to do in general for this podcast. But that, the comments that I'm getting, whether positive or negative or referencing something I've done before, uh, a project I've done before that never came back. Like people are like, oh, I, I'm coming from the nine minute podcast. You're like, well, fucking where have you been? Where have you been? If nine minute, if the nine minute podcast is where you first heard about me. Where have you been? Because I've done 37 other projects since then, and I don't recognize you. <laughs> you know? God, that is... Uh, it'll still baffle me until the end of the end of the times, right? That's not what I was going to say. But until the end of time, essentially, in my time, as to why it ever even mattered. Like, how it got to a point where I'm sort of this character that people are so infatuated with, whether it's for the positive or for the negative, whether you like me because you do find me interesting or whether you like me simply because you're like, look at this fucking dummy. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, it's fine. Because believe me, my opinions about most of you are not great. And in the end, keep in mind, all of your favorite shows that have sort of promoted me to a certain degree, they wanted me to be on the show. All right? I've never once invited them in any way to be on my stuff. You know, even the guy that had his girlfriend dead in the basement for seven months, right? He tried to get on Do You Party. Come on, man. Let's give it up for that. Let's give it up for being consistent, you know? But really tried to get on, the, get on Do You Party. And I'm like, but who are you, though? What do you have to offer that would be of value to me? Oh, you used to be a chef? Like, that shit doesn't work, man. Sorry. Don't invite yourself. I always hated that too, even growing up. Like my closest friends would try to show up to my house uninvited. Guess what, dude? We're not playing today. I didn't give you the heads up. Why did you just show up then? What in your mind thought that I needed your presence? I'm good with isolation, folks. All right. And it brings out some of the best content that I've ever done because you really just, you live inside your head. And, and a lot of these older or not older, but the more recent episodes that I've done that are not. When I took the two months off, you know, it was a lot of, I'm just bored with this. It wasn't fun for me to even do the editing, 
to sit here and do the recording was kind of the easy part, but at the same time, you're like, oh, I gotta say these things, I wanna bring up this stuff, I wanna have this specific flow, and then you realize, well, none of this shit matters. None of this shit matters. And I found that out because when I dropped the episode, everybody just kept back, came back, literally came back, and just started listening again. Why? <laughs> I mean, Dr. Steve has reached out again recently, right? The, the doctor's doctor, king of medicine is what they've called him on the streets. He's reached out again, even saying, this is your best work. You certainly found your voice. And I'm sure that's what he sounds like. He's a doctor, right? You certainly found your voice. And unblock me from Patreon. Hey, Steve, you're unblocked, dude. I need that $10. <laughs> I really do. Seriously, give me the fucking money right now. Um, but truly, that's, that's where I want to be. I want to be at a position where, you know, this stuff is more valuable monetarily. Like actual, not just because you guys get something out of it. You're getting a lot more out of it than I am. And I'm putting in all the work. Right? Like, no, I'm not promoting my YouTube channel. Somebody else is. I'm not promoting my podcast. Somebody else is. But I still have to sit here and do the content and continue to record and say things and have my angles. And and especially with this new YouTube you, new YouTube channel, I have to re-impress everybody. You know what I mean? I have to I have to do it all over again. Start from ground zero, essentially. Because I don't cross-promote. I have no desire to do that. I have no desire to guest on anybody else's show to promote myself. Why? You can stumble upon it organically or somebody else can stumble upon it and then tell you about it and then that's how we grow from there. But what's the... Who am I? I don't find myself to be like, you know what? I think I'd fit really well with that, uh, you know, the wet spot. <laughs> Whatever the fuck podcast, you know? <clears throat> We'd mesh really well. Even just having somebody uh, be in a YouTube video that I've done, you know, hey, get him on. You guys have similar thoughts about whoever. I also don't find that to be interesting. I used to love to work together and be in groups and support a team, but that shit died a long, long time ago. It died in music for me, and it died in podcasting. And it's because of other people. All I did was my best to try to support and, and put a name on something that didn't have a name. This this tiny little network from Wyoming, you know, and they they invite me to join. There's zero perks whatsoever besides you're on a website. That was it. And you had to put, you know, these these drops at the beginning and the end of your podcast to make sure that that, that everyone was aware that you're a part of this network. And I did all that shit. I supported the other shows. I brought new shows in. And then I was the one that had to be released from this network. Even though there was no, you got nothing out of it. I didn't lose anything. I, I, had, I was easily the biggest podcast on the network. Talking about movies. And I have to be booted from the network. So there you go. Now I'm the bad guy. Now I don't give a fuck. Right? Now I don't have anything to lose. I didn't have anything to represent, anything to stop me from saying what I wanted to say or putting out as much as I wanted to put out or having a schedule or any of these things, guesting on episodes, what have you. I did artwork for this fucking network for multiple podcasts on the show. I made music for multiple shows. Dude, fuck that. I did all that shit for, for nothing, to be shit on, essentially. Doing all this work to be booted out when you defend the network against the new people who didn't understand what it means to promote each other in a positive way. 
I mean, the first post from this random ass podcast that just got signed or whatever you want to fucking call it to the network, they simply bring up, oh, I don't know anybody else in this network, but it's good to be here. Like, well, then fucking do your research, dumbass. Look into it. Find out who else is here because you might be fucking with the wrong one. Somebody who might say some shit. And this was back when Twitter was worth a damn when it came to podcasting. And believe me, I'm still around. You know, I still do all of this shit. I still partake, but it's not like I want to be a part of anybody's groups. I don't want to cross promote. I don't want to help. I don't want to put a bumper of yours in my podcast. I don't want an ad. I don't want to fucking have a guest. I don't want to work with anybody else at all to any degree. I don't ask anybody to do my art, my music, none of that shit. I do all of this myself. And still some of you, most of you will come here and listen to this free shit instead of giving me $3 a month. So I'm really still being the nice guy. But at the same time, deep down, it's still kind of like, fuck everybody, right? I have to constantly do these things to sort of regain somebody's trust or live up to my reputation, right? And it's all fraud because who's it for? I'm doing it for myself, so therefore, who would I be? Who am I trying to impress? If I haven't already fucking swayed you by now with my co- my countless uh, responses, whether it's podcast form or emails, I know Richard's still sitting on that email that I sent him a long time ago, right? When I finally responded after he email he, he emailed me for the first time, and I responded, it's even on the Patreon, and you would know that if you had three dollars a month, but you don't, and it's okay. I don't expect people that are fans of mine to have money. That's not... Why would that be an expectation? We come from the slums. This is trailer park life, boy. You know what I'm saying? So why would I expect you to be able to shell out $3? I mean, fucking Netflix is up to almost $20 a month now. There's no way you could afford an extra $3 a month. That'd be crazy. But in the end, we just keep doing... We keep chugging along. And the confidence is very high right now, folks. I feel like there's nothing to lose. And I've always felt this way. But at the same time, I feel like all those naysayers and the people that were laughing at me, not with me, are (laughs) officially kind of getting a slap in the face. Because, hey, dumb, dumb, I got it. Right? And this, the podcasting is simply just me free forming. If I sit down and put, put pen to paper, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Check the email, right? Check the fucking responses to the to the comments that some of these people leave. All right? Cuz I'm screenshotting you. And I'm letting I'm get, I'm giving you the attention that you clearly were looking for. Whether it was from me or the other people that are participating in the comments. I'm giving you the attention, daddy-o. Say hello, world. Right? But of course, this is free water. We'll be right back.
right, here we go. Like a DJ with the fade, you know? Is it the haircut? Is it the music fading? You decide. You decide. But I do really have some things to talk about today. This isn't just an episode where I'm going to bitch about a show named after a shoe. All right? Or uh, a show that just somehow discovers some of the rawest talent they could ever find in the podcast game. We're not going to continue to talk about that. But thank you for being there. Okay? I do also just want to address somebody else left a comment saying something about hopefully he noticed or some shit. Hopefully Roy noticed that, you know, I did a video about Chad Zumach or whoever the fuck will impress him. And in the end, we can all agree he's been impressed since day one, right? Roy has been a fan since day one. And he knows it. It just took some time. He didn't know how to express it properly, right? That's just kind of what happens when there's just no real emotional attachment that he's ever really had. When he discovered me, or I sort of came across his path, right? He didn't realize there's gold here. And not in the way that he was thinking, where he's like, ah, oh, if I, I can make fun of this guy. Yeah, I mean, you can. I, it's, you're easy to make fun of too, man. Much like Chad Zumach, his lip is sitting on his collarbones, folks. The guy has no chin. No, I mean, I don't even know if he's got a neck. It might just be head on collarbone. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? Like, we can all do this. I mean, do you remember when I said that you brush your teeth multiple times a day just so you could feel something hit the back of your throat? That was me. <laughs> I, I said that. I didn't write that. I didn't sit down and fucking write a script about a guy I've seen two times and never even heard his voice. I didn't waste my time on any of that. But I know he's impressed, and he always has been, and he's in love, and he can't stop himself. All that he realized was, I was just freestyling, baby. I was just freestyling. Once, once he heard, he heard the lead pencil click onto that fucking, you know, that yellow pad. Oh boy. It's a different version, right? Same version, but more precise. More of a sniper, right? Trying to take out the target. Trying to take out the target. Not, not simply just cover fire right more like a sniper that's what happens when i actually sit down and write the thoughts down folks because i'll revisit them i'll come back to them i'll change words i can write pretty goddamn well i'm very happy with that skill set i mean you guys have heard my raps right you've heard me snakes in the grass was a fucking banger for a reason and that was a freestyle come on jack right that was me just spitting off the dome yo keep up Keep up. Think I can't... That was freestyled. And you think I can't put it to... I can't put it to the paper? That's what you think? Stop drinking so much. You're fucking losing it. But anyways... The stuff I do want to talk about... Is... uh, It's cool. It's interesting. It's really more of just a couple recommendations I think everybody should check out. Because I sort of recommended them myself. And... Uh, you know... Be be a recommendation from, you know, a, a, a mother. And I still would be like, yeah, sure. And then never check into it. But uh, this time I did. I said, okay, well, I've heard from multiple sources. This is worth it. Let's check it out. And boy, was it worth it. Super fun. And we're going to get into all of that after another 
short break. As always, this is free water. Right, so I'm going to be totally honest here. During this break, which was longer than, you know, you guys are actually aware of, I did realize I got to do another short for the YouTube channel. And I quickly wrote a script for it, and uh, it's going to be coming out soon. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about doing it after this, uh, this little podcast episode that you guys so desperately needed. I have no idea, actually. Um... What was I going to say? Turkey and cheese on white. No, on wheat today. Um, it is what it is, you know. I like to switch it up every now and then and have a different sandwich on the podcast. But anyways, uh, recommendations, man. The first thing that I saw, it's not really a recommendation, but it's something that I saw that I'm very excited about because, as some of you know, my favorite superhero is The Flash. Okay? I, I enjoy him. I enjoy the idea of speed, right? And DC has made an attempt to bring this character to life in, in many forms. And the recent form, it was played by an actor named Ezra Miller. And some of you probably have seen the YouTube videos of this guy being absolutely insane. But apparently they're still releasing a movie where this guy's the star. And it's the Flash movie. It's just called The Flash. And I don't know, it might be more than The Flash. I have no idea. All I know is it's coming out and there's going to be a multiverse. And this Flash is going to go to multiple places and run into more than one Batman. And that in itself is exciting, right? It's exciting to think, <gasps> more than one Batman? How many could there be and who's going to reprise the role? Because I'm sure it's not going to be Val Kilmer, right? No, guys, it's Michael Keaton, all right? They had to figure out a way to get Michael Keaton back in that fucking Batman suit before it's too late. They had to. Because history has still told us that that is the best Batman. He's the best Bruce Wayne. Why was he so damn convincing? I wish I had the answers, man. But they are right. He's fantastic. And I'm glad they decided to go out of their way to make this happen. But they also have Ben Affleck still as the main Batman for the Justice League, you know, feature or whatever. But you wonder, is there going to be a George Clooney? What are these Batmans going to think about each other? I mean, so many things that I have to wonder when it comes to this type of entertainment. All I know is it's just going to make it that much easier to not have to lean so much on Ezra Miller's version of The Flash. But I mean... So far, he has been great. I haven't been upset at his performance as The Flash, but it's the other stuff on the outside. What's actually happening? What's actually true? I mean, they took Chris D'Elia out of a movie after his allegations. I mean, a perfect replacement in Tig Notaro, but how much of this Ezra Miller stuff was filmed before, right? It had to be some. All I know is... uh. This is an exciting angle to take with the Flash movies. I'm pretty happy about it. 
I just hope that it goes as well as uh, one could think, you know? And how well is that? Only so well, right? And we're getting off track a little bit, guys, but it's just the excitement is overwhelming. I can hardly contain myself. I, I think I saw the ad or the part of the trailer on Instagram or something like this. And for sure, I'm like, well, that has to be Michael Keaton as Batman, right? I didn't hear a voice or nothing. I just saw a chin in the mask. And I'm like, well, that's fucking Keaton. It's got to be. And sure enough, I was right. But on to the recommendations. And there's a good chance most of you have already burned through this shit. Or have no idea it even exists. So we're going to talk about it as if you, you've never heard of it. But there's been two shows that have came out recently that kind of ha have the same theme. And the theme to me is, hey, we're just going to tell this story in as many episodes as we can. And that's the that's it. There, there's going to be nothing else. Don't expect a season two. And the first show that I watched, and I actually burned through this show pretty fast... Because I was, I, let me get to the end. And I do like that version of uh, watching shows in comparison to like, oh, here's an episode on Thursday. <clears throat> they'll, they'll leave you with a cliffhanger and finish the story next Thursday. I hate that. I need answers, dude. Especially when you're watching, you know, when you come from watching Lost. You're like, I can't wait a week, dude. Uh, but the show's called The Patient, okay? Steve Carell's sort of the star. I think the guy's name is Dom Hall Gleason. All right. He's a ginger fella who is, I think he's from the Harry Potter movies, if I'm not mistaken. It's not Rupert Grint, of course. That was Ron Weasley. But I think he played the two brothers, the twins. But it's just one guy. They just made a second guy hang out with them all the time, a second version of him. That or he has a twin. And these guys, there's really triplets because they all look the same. I don't care. All I know is the guy's been in a bunch of stuff, futile and stupid gestures and all this. He's a great actor, Dom Hall Gleason. We already know Steve Carell. More of a funny guy. Doesn't do so much drama. He sort of leaned into it a little more in his later career. And this, to me, was one of his finer works. Very much in resemblance of, like, a, a Robin Williams in that movie with uh, Al Pacino, Insomnia, I believe it's called, where he plays a killer. And it's so good, dude. These comedians that are able to, to draw that out of themselves is fucking insane. And to do it so well. I mean, Robin Williams was one of the best at doing the drama shit. But even Adam Sandler has had shining moments being very dramatic in his films. But here's Steve Carell doing his thing. And he's doing it as a, a kidnapped therapist who's chained into a basement of a serial killer. And it's fucking wild. It's a wild ride. And it's almost such a great show that you become okay with it being done. You're like, they can't, add, you can't do more. How would you? I mean, I have ideas if they want to know. Shout out Hulu or FX, whatever it was on. But it was one of these shows, came and went, 10 episodes. You get a beginning, a middle, and an end. One season. Thanks for coming. We won't be back. Because how I don't understand how you could be back. Even the way that they kind of leave it at a cliffhanger at the end. You're like, I don't know how. So the sun then or what? But that show kind of led right into this other show on Paramount Plus called Blackbird. Okay. 
And this show consists of Taryn Egerton, I believe his name is, and Paul Walter something. Uh, also more of a comedic guy. I think he's been in some stuff like Drunk History. Um, I think he also played, oh man, the one about the security guard or whatever. They sort of got mixed up with being the bomber and then, I don't know, I can't remember the movie. But nonetheless, this guy's a great actor as well. The whole point of the story is it's based around this true story of this serial killer who gets arrested. They only have one case sort of against him. He won't tell him where other bodies are. Then there's this, you know, I guess dapper, suave, charming fella who comes in. He gets arrested. He gets a lawyer that's supposedly going to help him get five years or some shit. If they go to trial or plead guilty, they plead guilty and he ends up getting 10 years. So he's fucking pissed, doesn't want to be in prison, of course. But they come to him with a deal. Hey, man, if you can go to this, you know, super maximum prison with all these fucking psychotic murderers and somehow get information out of this one guy, we'll scrub your thing and you can go home. Right? We'll, we'll get rid of your whole record thing and send you about your way if you can go manage this. And at first he says, fuck that, not a chance. And as time sort of progresses through the show, because there's only six episodes, he ends up finally saying, ah, fuck it, let's go. Convinces himself. So he does. He goes to this crazy prison. He ends up befriending this dude with the craziest burn sides, I guess they're called. Never would have guessed that. Uh, but it's essentially sideburns, mutton chops. He looks like a fucking Civil War general or maybe even just a Civil War guy. Civil War engineer, no? Um, yeah, he's creepy looking for sure. He talks funny as fuck. It's, it's a gripping show, much like The Patient. There's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it's one of those where you're like, well, that's it. It's over. But with these two shows, the thing that you do kind of hope th that they do is just continue pushing the idea of like just the name of the show being Blackbird. And we first episode, first six episodes, the first part of the season is this story second part of the season is this story same thing with the patient they do this a similar thing hey this is a story about a serial killer who tries to get better by kidnapping his therapist and then the next season is what you know what i'm saying that would be fine very american horror story type of storytelling i guess but at the same time there is this sort of like i don't know this good feeling that you get knowing it's like oh, it's fucking done it's done it's over because it's a ride. I can say that. It's a fucking ride. It's those. It's one of those shows, much like several movies that exist, where you just ha you want to watch it. it book, there's books that are like that as well, you know? A lot of entertainment that is that way. This is the stuff that you don't want to end, but there is something gratifying about knowing that that is the end. There is no more of that. Especially The Patient was one of those where you're like, Jesus, I'm glad that's over. But also, how's it over? But speaking of over, guys, I think that's where we are. That's where we are in the free water episode right now. What do we call this? I have no idea. Um, we can call this the end, though. Good day. When I am dead and have passed on to the next world, I want you to kiss my hairy buttocks!